Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. Hey there. Okay, so I don't need to tell you that this is a very, very prolific lie that we've been sold in our culture today, that you need alcohol to be a mom, that you need alcohol to be a parent, that this is hard and you deserve it. And so go ahead and drink some stuff that's probably not going to make you feel good tomorrow, but just drink it now because you're worth it. Okay. There's so much in those statements that I just shared, and I'm going to deconstruct all of them in this episode. Mommy juice, coffee, wine, repeat. You know, you've heard them. I know you've heard them. The messages are everywhere, and I believed them for so long too. So hi guys, I'm Janie. I'm so glad that you're here. I actually just celebrated two years since I decided to take a pause from alcohol. I've never said forever. I might drink again, I might not, but so far for the last couple of years, I haven't drank. And I share more about my story in episodes two and three of this podcast. I kind of share why I decided to just like cut out alcohol altogether a couple years ago, at least for today. That's what I always say. I don't know anything, but I know that for today, I'm not gonna drink. And that's all I do. I drink anything but alcohol, okay? I also, um, you know, I talk a lot about my alcohol-free journey in different episodes of this podcast, so I just wanted to run through them. Episodes two and three is sort of my story. Episode seven is about a really shameful experience I had when I decided to overdrink and then drive with my children in the car. Um, Episode 14, you drink because you have no outlet. If everything in life that used to be fun isn't fun anymore because alcohol is not there, or in other words, for something to be fun now, alcohol needs to be there. Otherwise, it won't be fun. If that's where you're at, go listen to episode 14 of this podcast as well. It's one of my favorites. I call it, You Drink Because You Have No Outlet. And I talk about something called the slow slide, which is making everything that's fun need to include alcohol. And then once you get further and further down that slow slide, you discover that really nothing's fun now unless alcohol's there. And if that's where you're at and you're at the bottom of that slide and you're looking up thinking, how did I get here? I've been there too. And I see you. And I'm so glad that you're here listening to this episode of She Just Glows, the podcast. So part of my journey... Literally, like if you want a play-by-play of how to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol or stop drinking or moderate, here's the first thing you can do, okay? Call out the lies that you believe about alcohol, okay? One of them is alcohol makes everything better. 
right? I mean, that is the lie that we're sold. We know it doesn't. It makes things worse, actually. It makes you feel sick. It um, is horrible for your health. It's horrible for your judgment. It's horrible for your relationships. You might feel like you're connecting with someone more in the moment, but when it comes down to it, you're actually just dulling out the most real parts of you, right? So alcohol really never solves the initial problem that you came to it for, right? So alcohol doesn't solve the problem you drank to forget about. It just, the problem's still there. You're just gonna have a hangover when you need to deal with it next, right? So alcohol really promises the opposite of what it actually provides. And there's a genre of literature, it's called quit lit. Have you heard that term? If you've been in the alcohol-free world or alcohol-moderated world, or I'm curious about my relationship with alcohol world for a little bit, you might've heard this term quit lit. And it's basically this idea of grabbing a bunch of books that talk about not drinking, um, that talk about different people's journeys, that talk about the science behind alcohol, and reading those as you're on your journey. So there's a really well-known book. It's called This Naked Mind and it's by Annie Grace. And I'm gonna read an excerpt for you. And if you're interested in the science of alcohol, I'm gonna get into a lot of these points in a couple future episodes of She Just Glows, the podcast that I actually just wrote today. Like they are, they're in they're in the hopper and they're, they're gonna be coming out soon. They're gonna be churning out. So make sure that you're following me here um, on She Just Glows, the podcast, because we're really gonna be digging into the science behind drinking, the science behind alcohol, and really when it comes down to it, it's not you, it's the alcohol. Okay, and I, I pause, <laughs> I had a heavy, I had a really pregnant pause there because I, you know, I know that's the absolute antithesis of AA, of Alcoholics Anonymous. That's all about admitting you're the problem, and, and I know there is so much good in what that organization does, I prescribe to a little bit of a different uh, way of thinking about this stuff that's personally helped me. So I'm going to be sharing that in the episodes to come. Okay, so that was why I had that pregnant pause there. So Annie Grace writes in This Naked Mind. And remember, we're talking about how we're deconstructing the lies that we believe about alcohol. One of them is the title of this episode, You Need Alcohol to Parent, right? And so the title is You Don't Need Alcohol to Parent. That's one of the lies that I'm going to be peeling back the onion on today. But this is what Annie Grace says. When promoting alcohol, marketers sell a better human experience, relief from the human condition. And in doing so, we promise the opposite of what alcohol really provides. We sell happiness where there is pain. We sell romantic relationships when alcohol destroys healthy, fulfilling relationships. We sell sex when drinking deadens your senses and as a depressant, it actually decreases sexual desire. We sell stress relief when addiction derails your life. We sell increased mental capacity and creativity, yet drinking slows down our brain function, resulting in less intelligent and creative thought. Okay, so step one in your I'm curious about my relationship with alcohol journey is just taking a hard look at the lies that you believe about alcohol. 
And one big one that I believed for so long is that I needed alcohol to parent, right? And I know in your head, you are clapping with me. You understand this. If you took a break from your scrolling today to listen to this episode, or maybe you're scrolling while you're listening, you know all the messages that are out there in your feed. You need alcohol to parent today. And so when I stopped drinking, or really, I I won't even say I stopped drinking. I just woke up one day, March 28th, 2021, one of the worst hangovers in American history and world history and human history. (laughs) We were camping. I was in an RV. The bathroom smelled like, you know what, poop. I I deep dive into the story in episodes two and three, so I'm not going to get too deep into it here. But I just woke up that morning saying, I am done with this life, right? And so if you felt that way, keep listening. There are things for you here, maybe not everything, but there are things here that might help you today with where you're sitting and just sort of grappling with why you drink, but yet why you love drinking at the same time, right? So I, I decided to pause my drinking in March of 2021. And man, it took me a while to want to share about that. I mean, there was a lot of shame associated with what does it mean if I'm taking a break from drinking? Like, I can't tell people that. They're going to assume things about me. They're going to call me, they're going to refer to me with labels that I don't agree with, right? So it took me about four months to share about that here on She Just Glows. I think I finally just did a live about it or something. And I was like, hey, this is what's been going on. I'm sick of being, I'm sick of feeling sick and disgusting and overdoing it. I'm just tired of it. So I took four months off. And so at at that four month mark is when I started sharing about it. And when I did, I gotta tell you guys, it was so insane. Oh my goodness. So many people reached out to me Not just the people you would expect, people from all different facets of my life, different family members, distant family members, old high school classmates, friends of friends. They would reach out privately and all of them said the same thing. This is what they said. My relationship with alcohol isn't working either. And it was all different versions of that same statement. So that was four months into my journey. Two months later, um, I wrote this post that I'm going to read from today. You don't need alcohol to parent. And a reporter from the NBC affiliate in Bakersfield, California, saw my post and ended up interviewing me for a story she was working on about how drinking among women jumped 41% in the months during COVID. Even in those statistics here, you can hear the lie, can't you? You need alcohol to do life. You need alcohol to get through being stuck at home. You need alcohol to parent, okay? All of the lies that I'm just gonna slowly untangle for you, hopefully, as I read this post that I wrote back in 2021. All right, here goes. Wine is mommy juice. Coffee, wine, repeat. Subtle or not, the messages are everywhere. You need alcohol to parent. It's not true, but I get it. In a way, it makes sense. And if you've believed this message, I understand completely. I was a new mom a week into motherhood. My newborn baby would cry for hours every evening. 
I remember one night I was swaying on our back porch and my baby's wails were screeching into my ears as I patted him in the baby Bjorn I wore him in on my chest. I was convinced the neighbors could hear the nightly wails and probably thought I was a total failure as a mom. But there was another soul-crushing thought I couldn't escape. I can't believe this is so hard. I thought motherhood would be so easy. Seriously. As a career-minded TV news reporter, the thought of having a newborn baby seemed relaxing. Changing diapers and making dinner each night, I reasoned, would be straightforward tasks that I would excel at. Motherhood, I had determined, would be a cakewalk. But those first few weeks, I felt like I was drowning. And so slowly, as the cries began their nightly ramp up around 5 p.m., I'd pour a glass of red wine. The warm rush down my throat relaxed my anxious mind. I eased into the evening and slowly the feelings of gratitude and peace would resurface. I exhaled as the less than melted into my evening flow. It wasn't a problem. It was a solution. I was a stressed new mom. An occasional glass of wine helped me to not feel stressed. For a while, it made sense. Of course it did. I didn't want to be stressed and overwhelmed. Duh, who would? Having a few sips of alcohol stopped those feelings. It was a tool that worked. I'm not crazy for choosing alcohol as my coping strategy, and neither are you. It worked until it didn't. So now in the post, I actually show a photo of a baby bottle on the sand at the beach with two cups of wine next to it and a wine bottle. Okay, so that's in this post. There's a photo. And if you want to see the photo, head to the link in the episode notes. You can go to this post and it'll show you the photo and a few others I'm going to reference during this episode. Okay. Ironically, as I prepped to write this post today, this photo popped up into my Facebook memories. I took this picture 10 years ago today. I remember being tickled by the dichotomy of this visual from our night at the beach with our newborn. The baby's life-giving liquid next to the burgundy proof that I was still fun and I still knew how to do things for me. I am killing it as a mom. Having a baby hasn't changed me. I wanted this photo to declare. The slow pour of that feeling continued for 10 years after this photo. A glass of red wine was fine for a while. Then I discovered my love of martinis. Nothing wrong with any of it. It helped me loosen up and enjoy my new mom life. Several years later, things started to accelerate. I had a friend group that loved drinking and I loved every minute of being with them doing our very favorite thing. One martini was no longer what I was after. My large Yeti was thirsty for Tito's and my favorite mixers. I never wanted to see the ice at the bottom. And so my favorite liquids would alternate their nightly dance one after the other until I could collapse into a deep sleep that would be followed by a severe headache and sick stomach that would overtake the entire next day. I just took 10 minutes to manually search through my old photos and here is what I found in that short time. Okay, so since you can't see this, I'm gonna 
explain to you what are in these photos, which again, I found as I was writing this post, they're from several years ago and I shared them in this post, which is linked in the episode notes. One of them is a picture of a clear wine glass with a straw and it looks like it has water and ice in it, but I know it's actually alcohol and LaCroix and in the background are my kids on the couch. There's another picture of me standing over a playpen in my swimsuit and I'm holding, again, a familiar concoction. It kind of looks like ice water, but it's actually LaCroix or some sort of sparkling clear, you know, mixer with my Tito's. There's a third picture of a coffee mug that I'm holding that says might be vodka with my kids playing behind. And the fourth picture, you really got to see to believe, it's literally a check from a beach bar that I was at with a friend and our children from 2016. And it has, oh my gosh, one, two, over 10 Tito's shots on the receipt and then four chicken tenders kids meals. So it's like a bunch of Tito's and then the kids ate four chicken kids meals. I share those photos not to shame a past version of me, but just to be real about where I was at with how much I loved drinking and momming. Was this every day? No. Was this an issue my friends or family noticed? No. Was I able to function and parent? Yeah. But on those next mornings, I felt so low. I knew this wasn't right. I knew I wasn't thriving. I'd resurface a few days later or maybe stop drinking for a week or two. Once I even went six weeks, all in the name of Operation Lose the Baby Weight. But eventually, I always found my way back. I justified it. My friends justified it. My family justified it. Our culture justifies it. See, the thing about my drinking is it made sense. It worked for me. But then it didn't. I refuse to shame myself for what I've done. I will never call myself the A word, alcoholic. I don't like that word or that label. And besides, alcoholic is actually not a medical term anyway. No one can call you that accurately but you. So if you don't think you're an alcoholic, you're not. I was simply trying to fix an issue and it worked for a long time until it didn't. And if you've read my story, you know that one particularly low morning, about six months before I wrote this post, I'd had enough. And I finally said that terrifying truth that had sat on the tip of my tongue for years. I'm done. I was sick of feeling sick, most of all. I was sick of breaking promises to myself. I loved my dear and loyal companion, alcohol. I would do almost anything for her, but I knew she was bad for me. Still, we had a history, a powerful history, a history I loved. When I was sad, she made me happy. When I was bored of sitting alone with my kids, she entertained me. When I was lonely, she comforted me. When I was feeling suffocated by mom's stress, she soothed me. I did not want to let go of my good friend, alcohol. We'd been through so much. But taking a break from alcohol on March 28, 2021 was like 
a painful breakup I knew was coming. I never said it was forever and I still haven't. I don't know how long I won't drink, but I know that today my life is better without alcohol. All that de-stressing my worst mom moments, yeah, that's a lie. Alcohol didn't really do that. It helped me feel better for a few minutes, but it didn't stop my kids' behavior issues. It just sent me into an evening of denial. Now that alcohol is out of the equation for me, I feel more focused on being a better mom. Not that if you drink, you're not. No, I am not shaming anyone who drinks in any way whatsoever. Everyone is on their own journey. I'm just sharing about mine. Today, my life is free of alcohol. And that is a life free of the shame of knowing my kids saw me not acting totally myself last night. It's a life free of the shame of having no idea how my daughter got to bed last night or who put on her pajamas. Was it me? It's a life free of feeling sick in the morning only to recover by about 2 p.m. and do it again. All of that is gone. I know I am fully present and engaged and myself all of the time without fail. And let me tell you, that is a powerful feeling. I feel powerful. If my kids get into a serious accident, I will always have the wherewithal to handle it. If my kids are hurting, I will always be present enough to see it since I'm not chasing a haze. If my kids need discipline, I will be patient and controlled in my response because I'm fueled by an inner pride and self-love that is born out of my choice to keep this powerful promise to myself for another day. I don't need alcohol to parent. I thought I did because it's what I was told. I thought I did because I wanted to. I thought I did because I didn't think there was another way to do it. There is another way. Skip the 10 years of hangovers I went through to learn this. It's really fun over here. We dance and laugh and drink all kinds of other things. Non-alcoholic beers and seltzers, coffee drinks, Prosecco dupes, fresh fruit juice, and tons of yummy coffee. We eat dessert and actually feel rested in the morning. There are lots of early mornings and beautiful moments I no longer miss. If you're interested in coming over here or even just peeking over the fence, do it. Reach out to me. All of the links you need are in the episode notes. You will never regret your decision to not drink, even if it's just one drink, even if it's just taking a break. Alcohol didn't help me do anything better. It was a relationship I thought I needed, but it was hurting me. I never wanted to live life without alcohol, but I am. And it's freaking gorgeous over here. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. 
Go to SheJustGlows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl.